And now, from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for the real hooligans. And now, here's Tim and David. Rock for the next one. Three, two. All right, hooligans, we back. Tim English. Hi, Tim. Lenita Cook. Already, already hey, causing trouble. God damn it. All right, it's, we're going to wrap up the year. I've got David with me. What's up, buddy? How's it going, Tim? Yeah, it's been a while since we got together yeah, and talked about like stuff. Three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are with Alan Rapp also. Hey. Alan is dressed in Miami Dolphins gear. This is your yeah, second team, right? This is my second team. Yeah, okay. So this isn't just like some weird thing where you stopped no, by I've Salvation been, Army and picked no, no, up some no, Dolphins been, gear I've since they helped the Chiefs out. since the days of Dan Marino <clears> and Mark Clayton and Mark Duper. And yeah. All right. Well, the Chiefs clinched the second seed in the playoffs today thanks to the Dolphins beating, beating the Patriots, which is great. England. I always love it. First, when the Dolphins win, but when the Patriots lose, it's like a double mm-hmm. win. It's so all right. Good. And um, so, all right. So here we go. We're going to talk about, I don't know. I don't have a whole structure here. We're going to go for a little bit, and eventually I'll just cut us off. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to talk about best movies we saw, worst movies. You know, not a whole long list, but just some that stood out, why they stood out. Um, things you it, it, things you talk about could be things you liked about the industry this year, things you didn't like. Like, we can talk about fan entitlement. All these fans complaining about... I wonder where this and, is and, directed. And, and, and no, no, I, ha- I had a conversation with a guy about Star Wars, and literally it went... It really just comes down to they didn't do what I wanted them to do. And I'm like, well, that's not the problem. It, you know, I was like, because so, he did the, it ruined the movies for me. I'm like, why? why? Maybe maybe he didn't pick up the phone when J.J. Abrams maybe. called him personally yeah. to get his. You know, but, but we have fan entitlement. We have b- the boomer filmmakers who right now, you know, don't like all the, you know, th- this goes back to Spielberg last year complaining about Netflix. Now we have Scorsese. You know, making movies for Netflix, but yet for some reason complaining about Marvel <laughs> movies, which I'm like, dude, they're not even, you're not even in the same fucking league or anything, dude. No. So, so, you know, and then his daughter, you know, wrapped all his Christmas presents in Marvel wrapping paper. Did so you hear cute. this? It's amazing. So, and it's just, but it's like, why are you, you know, why are you complaining? I mean, it'd be like Kevin Smith complaining about animated movies. It's like, you're not, in, okay. It's so we can talk about that. The These are the little things. Uh, that of 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 the process of 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 the art of the craft uh, that comes from franchise films, mm-hmm. but that's not just comic book movies. That's everything now. I mean, think about the kind of and th- if we want to talk about themes from this year. Uh, themes from this year are sequels, reboots. And that's been a thing for a while. But, even <laughs> there this, but this year was, let's take <clears throat> franchises that have been dead for a decade and bring them back. Did we really need another Men in Black movie? No. <laughs> oh, my. No. And see, that was one of those that movies where that was, like, not a bad movie, but it was not a good movie. It no, was, like, it was, was a terrible movie. But it, I, it was so in the middle, I thought. Yeah. It was just it was like there. It was just there. like. What, what <sighs> caused you to think this was a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Cash and it, it's cash. like right before the I think did you see that with me I can't yes. remember yeah I think right before that movie started I'm like are they sure that Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson's chemistry is going to be good enough to keep that keep this going and it and was like evident fine. from the beginning they're both fine in the movie but yeah it's not no yeah but you know but it wasn't enough no 
coming off the movie they they came off of together, where their chemistry was phenomenal. Well, which is a much well better together. Written, but movie, yeah, it was too. like yeah. you had better writing. Also, it was a better script about that kept that yeah. afloat. Yes. Ragnarok. I know people love that one. That's funny. That's funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> Speak your mind, Lunita. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, here we go. So can uh, we talk about all the terrible films? Can we can we get angry for a minute before we get happy? Sure, sure, there sure. There are sure. no terrible films if you erect any film next to cats. <laughs> all right, we're going to go down that road first. All right. <laughs> okay. As, as, as the only one in this room that has seen that movie. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I participated in a conversation about Rise of Skywalker with some Star Wars fans who didn't like the movie. Um and they, we opened the conversation with, tell us why you didn't like cats. And I was like, okay. And just some, at some point I was like, look, Rise of Skywalker next to cats is Godfather 2. <laughs> so <laughs> hold yours. <laughs> Get a hold of yourselves, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, that was a I, I, screen for us the night of Skywalker. It's the same night I just... It was the same day. And well, yeah, that's what I, I was already. Saying. I was already mad that I couldn't take that day off to see Skywalker, and I was oh, yeah. going to go see Cats. I was already mad. <laughs> that wasn't going to be the run around. Wow, that's yeah. like the worst day possible, Alan. Yeah. yeah. So Cats, all right, Alan. That worst movie for you is, or it didn't even I, have to be like the worst movie. But what was the one that just like disappointed you, or just really just? I got a couple. Joker. That disappointed you though. Uh, I mean, for yeah, me, it was yeah. exa- it was exactly what I thought it would be. No, it, it, it I saw that initial trailer and I thought this movie was designed to piss me off. Yeah, and so I didn't watch it. I didn't go see the screen. I didn't. We did a and, whole and show they, where then, you didn't watch and it, and then they sent me the stupid thing, <laughs> so I felt like I had to watch it. And I, a movie has not made me this angry in a long time. There was a, there are things that piss me off throughout that movie, um, but the end where it basically says the Joker causes a riot that causes the Waynes to be killed by, like, a Joker wannabe just really pissed me off. Okay, so you you remember the conversation we had a long time ago when I was like, you know, and people were like, no, the Joker didn't kill him. And I was like, no, I think they're kind of saying. Say he did. Yeah. They're saying he's yeah. responsible. He's responsible. Yeah. He's responsible. Yeah. And that uh, Bruce Wayne believes that it was him. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, I, I thought there were some, some directions that the movie took. Um, crap, spoiler alert. You didn't give one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that, that made it disappointing. But in, you know, and I did not like the movie. I'm glad I saw it. I did not appreciate. Um, Moving on. Phoenix's performance. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta say this. Hold on. I, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Um, but I appreciate what he was going for. Yeah, absolutely. He's but, good. But when I thought about Joker and the people that I know who enjoyed it, these are all people who have definitely um, and and outwardly. Uh, and, and admittedly, I guess is what I'm trying to get at, suffered from depression. And this movie resonated with them um, and felt um, like like that that feeling that you have when you are depressed, when you when you are going crazy, but you have to put that smile on for the world. They, I think they felt seen uh, and understood in this way. 
Um, and yeah. And, you As know. a chronically depressed individual, <laughs> I do not feel represented <laughs> in this film at well, all. Um, I feel like I was shortchanged really? in the representation. Yeah. This took every okay. step to say, it's all these other people, it's all no, this it's, other it's stuff, it, it, it's it, not it, me and anything that I do. It runs by explaining the Joker to me and goes straight to um, excusing. Yeah, it, justification. It's like it was society's fault. You yeah. know, it was them... You're a product his, of your environment. Cutting off the funding uh-huh. for a psychiatrist and his and his and his pills. It was him getting fired. It was you know it was society actually created the Joker, which is an interesting. We idea. We have a whole episode we accidentally recorded about this, <laughs> where we talked about it for over an hour. Tim's annoyed face is getting fun today. You just see it. I do not want to spend any more time on the Joker. Right, it's right, one of the worst movies. We all agree. Any other, I mean, uh, any other movies, though, no, that suck I, out. I mean, I, I, I remember when I first became a critic, I would try to see as many things as possible. And over the years, I've let some things just slide. Like, right. if a movie just looks like pure shit, I'm not going to it. I'm going to move on. That, that is true. <laughs> that, I, I get to this point in the year where I start going, I need to go back and miss all those movies that I, or I catch all the movies that I missed, you know? And I'm honestly, I'm just like looking through going, shit, I didn't miss just anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and and I and I know I've been making a lot of jokes about cats, but I do want to say that it is unfortunately poorly executed. The the version of the movie that we saw was poorly executed. Yeah. Um, the the technology that they were using um, to uh, to create the aspect ratio to make them the small like actual cats, mm-hmm. um, it just was very off and it was off-putting yeah um i also want to say that um there was an i felt there was an issue with the way that the ethnic actors were utilized in the movie all of the ethnic cats um were jive talking and beatboxing and and who's this this tom hooper Yes, it what, is. What did he win for? King's Speech? The King's Speech, yeah. Which is I one of those gonna, movies where we're all like... It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I enjoy The King's Speech, but they're going to ask for that Oscar back after <laughs> this bullshit. Um, and, and, and so um, the costumes were bad. Uh, they broke up Memory, which is the... the signature song. Signature of song of the movie. And Jennifer Hudson, she's never that that big voice that we love her for she's never able to utilize it and so it's really rather flat this performance you're waiting for this moment you're like i'm gonna sit through all this crazy cat tap dancing bull baloney um to get to this moment and then it falls flat um and then also i keep saying this and nobody seems to think it's a problem but they covered her face every single time we saw her with snot and what? <laughs> That's a weird choice. It, it, it was the uh, I said. What's up, booger face? What? I mean, I'm like little kids now when it's like hanging down uh. and you're like uh, 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 crying, like that kind of cry. That is how her face looked every time we saw her. Yeah, it was gross. Um, so there were like real reasons. What do you got, David? Damn, Tim. <laughs> I know. Just beating <laughs> on people today. Really, to move there was the something. I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna, on past I'm cats and the Joker. <laughs> Disney Joker. let us down with the uh, the remakes again this year with Lion King, Aladdin, and <sighs> what was the other Wait, one? But the fine let you down. Um, I liked Lion King. I actually see, but no, I did. I didn't. I thought Aladdin I, was kind of eh. I mean, just, I, I was fine with it because I thought the music numbers were fine. 
What, uh, and music I, I, numbers no, it's, that were made I, I twenty thought, years ago. I thought. But see, that, that's what I mean. I it was Will just Smith like I, I have no okay, expectations. And I, well, I thought Will Smith did an okay I job. I thought he did a great job. Well, but, fine. but he's, he's nobody not else did. <laughs> no, and see, it's I mean, like it's I hard to do that where you that. get into this. He's not this, you know. Alden's not Harrison Ford. It's like if you go back and look at Aladdin, the animated version. To me, it's actually one of Disney's weakest films that is only memorable because of what Robin Williams does in it. Of course. And you take Robin Williams out of that, and the movie's not very interesting. Sure. Yeah. And that's the problem with this one. But I didn't need you to interject the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air into (coughs) an average movie in hopes to to make it better. It didn't do anything. But they needed needed a big personality. There's lots of big personalities. See, this is a a newsflash for me because I didn't realize... Aladdin was seen as a weak movie. I that's uh, my I like, opinion. I like that's, that's 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 I, I think love it's just Aladdin. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's kind of Aladdin's eh. probably one of my favorites. I am H O or in Alan's humble opinion. All right, opinion. Tim. What's next? God fucking God. I'm not, <laughs> we don't have to move I've on. I'm just, not, I'm just saying. <laughs> you not like Tim? Do what? Oh, I, we don't have to talk. I'm just. How about Harriet? I haven't seen Harriet yet. You don't need to. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if she, be, she didn't win Best Actress, and that's really the only reason to see that movie. We, we didn't. Not enough people voted for her, and mm-hmm. that's really the only. Yeah. I, mean, I, I usually was, get. I usually get through it. Like I make the stack. I usually get through my stack of screeners, but. Yeah. I always yeah. usually. I usually have some left over. Um, I, I made it through that, um, and it's very odd the way that movie's put together. Parts of it feel like a made-for-TV movie, and that's not what you and want. I, when I originally saw something for it, I was surprised. <laughs> it, I, I didn't think it looked theatrical. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, f- on on this kind of movie, of course, you want to be uh, objective as objective as possible. As somebody black, um, I did not like the movie. I, I'm not one of those black people who was like, "Oh, this really." represents my heritage and my culture and you know so i didn't feel that way about harriet um how did you feel about them making her like a seer or a witch yeah 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 uh they 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 (laughs) elevated this this they made her a character this was not uh, and all movies make even when they're biopics they make them characters so i get that but they made her like a superhero where you know she was hearing voices and and granted they say that the real Harriet Tubman you know um, did hear voices and that's what guided her. Um, but in but this I mean this is but literal. This was, you have her thick. faint and then she all of a sudden knows what to do. We yeah. medicate people <laughs> that make these claims nowadays. Right. No, or no or we elect them president. Right. I wasn't gonna uh-oh, go there. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Um, so. Um, I you know Janelle Monae is in the movie. I really love to 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 show love to our homegrown artists who are doing it big. Uh, Joseph Lee Anderson is also in the movie, um, and he's got a substantial role. So, um, but for me, um, the bigger long. <coughs> oh yeah. Um. <laughs> My power's <laughs> off. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but the the character Big, Bigger Long is really contentious. He is a black bounty hunter that these white slave owners hire to track down H- 
Harriet and the slaves that she's freed. And one of his lines, and this is not verbatim, but you know, he maybe says something, the white man, the white master, Harriet's white master, by the way, says to this black man, it, you know, something like, if you wasn't doing this, what would you be doing? And he says something like, kicking it in the bar and fucking white women, or something like that. And it was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> and so from that moment forward, the movie loses credibility. And then also the, the impact that it has on black women who see black men, because this character, and spoiler alert, this character goes on to kill Janelle Monet. And Janelle Monet, her character. No, I'm not watching. It, it, well, in <laughs> her character. Janelle Monet is going to die. And ambitiously, like <clears throat> you see him stand over her and stomp her in the face to death. Can't do it. Can't and, do it. But her character represents this idea of um, black intellectualism. Um, it, it represents uh, this this odd idea of black freedom because freedom. Uh, we going to freedom. Let's make it to freedom. But freedom is never defined, except through Janelle Monet's character, who says, "I've never uh, experienced what you've experienced. I I don't know what being a slave is like." Mm -hmm. And there, in in that moment, you're gonna have some black people who are like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, you know, it, it. So it's very contentious. And that moment, um, there are black women who identified with Janelle Monet, who says, yes, black men uh, have betrayed us. They are the death of us. Um, and they are um, kind of barriers to our freedom. Well, men, men in general don't come off well in that movie. Yeah. Of any race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, f I found it problematic. But... Um, interesting that they would take the superhero route, um, and I and found they do it this like weird special effect every time it happens. As I was saying, it kind of feels <laughs> yeah. like a movie of the week. It yeah, and and she and she has a gun that she never uses. And it's like you're not gonna kill none of these, not one. <laughs> Does Samuel Jackson show up at the end and recruit her for the Avengers? That's all I need to know if I need to stay through the credits. That would have been a great <clears throat> movie. <laughs> all right, one movie that I thought, and I just saw this. I saw it after our vote, and it. I like musicals, and this one kind of was a big deal for a while. Rocket Man. Anybody see this? I, I, I did. I did watch it. Did you like it? I think I, I gave it like I like two thought and a half, like two and a half like two awful. Like, like, like two and a half out of five or three something like that something in the mid mid middle range yeah I now are we talking the Bohemian Man. Rhapsody kind of, awful yeah, exactly. or it's Bohemian Rhapsody except it's Elton John but it's yeah like, there's it's like exactly that, the same movie there's like no narrative though there's like no it's like it drifts from like these flashbacks into songs that have nothing to do with the it time. Is, it is. So sometimes the song is like incorporated in the story and sometimes the cast just starts singing. Because it, it's like an old school musical where all of a sudden people just burst but into it, song but for it's, no reason. But it's, it's like they it's sat down and were like, okay, this movie sucks. 
<laughs> so we have to do some weird shit. And like, see, Bohemian Rhapsody is not that good of a movie. I, but I like everybody Bohemian, likes. I like Bohemian Rhapsody um, one for Malik's role, and two because I think it uses the music really well. That's what I'm saying. This it uses the music like out of order in the wrong places. Yeah. No, yeah, the music I, was my issue with that one. Yeah. I, I like Bohemian Rhapsody, but Rocket Man. <clears throat> I like a traditional musical, but I really liked um, that. And when you say there's no narrative, I really thought that it was more about um, his journey from kind of this innocent child into kind of a broken individual who started using substance and sex to to cover up, um, you know, the pain, but it was also getting in the way of his craftsmanship where he thought it was... Uh, Boosting his craftsmanship, what? and it was it was through sobriety that he really came into. And so, I mean, but maybe I like to. I, I get all that. I just thought the director's choices and the way he was telling the story was <laughs> taken away from the performance and those and that because and he's some actually, of that. Edgerton's actually pretty good. Yeah, he, he, he's that's true. Really good. I mean, you know, that. and he sings. You know, and he doesn't try to it's, sing like Elton John, but he just sings. And yeah, I think I thought that was important. Nice. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. Voice is nice. Um, Biggest disappointment of the year. Like the movie that just you're like, oh, I'm really excited, and then you just shit the bed. Ooh, you you weren't excited about what my. I'll just get mine out of the way. We don't have to talk about a bunch of glass. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really looking forward to an unbreakable sequel. I thought it was okay. I Um, thought it was just. I I will say, I I will say, to me, the only one of those movies that I think is great is Unbreakable, and now the Mm -hmm. others are just kind of okay. Yep, yeah. so that disappointed. David, yeah. what, do, what do you got? Let's hear from David. Talk, speak. Talk, man. David, David. David, David. Come on. Hellboy. I oh, was God, excited. is that a pile of crap? I saw it? <laughs> yes, I saw it. Oh, it's awful. Shit, I didn't even see oh, it. Oh, it's Hellboy awful. came out this year? Uh, see? Yeah. Exactly that. With, but it didn't screen it, for the critics, so diff- you had to have gone out of your way. Different creative team, different guy in the Hellboy suit. Uh, yeah, it's dude from oh, Stranger awful. Things. Um, David Harbour? Yeah. Yeah. The, the cop? The sheriff, yeah. He's kind of hot. Yeah, he is. I mean, I'm sure. It's interesting because Since you, we brought you, it up, you, right. you, look at, <laughs> I mean, you look at Ron Perlman in that role, especially in the first movie, where he's kind of being an asshole, but he's got charm, and so you kind of forgive him. Harbor has no None. charm. So Zero. when he's an asshole, he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's just a dick for two hours, <laughs> yeah. and it's a little overwhelming. But the story was just so awful, and... So many holes. What, and, and what's bad about it is you can tell from all the kind of stuff they pull in from the comics, the people involved in making this movie knew something about Hellboy. They had done some reading. They had done. They just couldn't figure out how to put it together. Yeah, how do we put this on screen? Which yeah, is it, disappointing. To, that was disappointing. And to I me. know there was a lot of like creative problems during the filming of that. I know the directors have come out since, and the actors were like, well, it was kind of a nightmare on set. <laughs> but. Yeah. And that's unfortunate, especially when you have something like that that has such like a niche audience that and see, they don't take it serious. Now you know? we're gonna have to wait a really long time to get another Hellboy property because we gotta wait. That's unfortunate because that's a fun away. property. Yes, yeah. it could be. Yeah, yeah it could be. Um, all right, how about anything? Wait, wait, wait. I do have. Oh, a, I do. I, I thought of one more. Yeah. That didn't actually make it to theaters. It was straight to to uh, home video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Batman, murder mystery. Batman Hush. Really disappointed me. Oh, really? Let's yeah. talk about this. Um, so, I'm, I'm, okay. So, Batman Hush um, is a. It was a comic from I don't know, ten years ago, maybe. I'm yeah, it was. I remember what? how old it was now, but it was a series of comics that all kind of tied together, um, kind of introducing a new Bat villain, and basically the entire concept is gutted. It 
takes out the main villain completely, or actually puts a new, a different villain in that costume, um, and it's just kind of depressing and awful. Um, I was so disappointed. Um, I, I don't love that run, but there are things about it I really enjoy. Yes. Um, I liked that they turned Batman into a detective at that point. They, you really got a whole lot of the world's greatest detective coming out of that. And I, I read the series after, after I watched. It was all done and so my, my perspective is kind of twofold here. I really enjoyed Hush having not read the comic. Having not read the comic? It was fine for me. And it was another um, DC animated where you're like, wow, they're so much better on the animation side. <laughs> oh, than the they Marvel are. stuff's awful. <laughs> uh, oh, and the Marvel is terrible. Um, but I thought that they, they did a really good job with this, having not known the source material but for this one. But then after you read And it, after I read it, I'm like, oh, man, there's so much you could have done with this, well, so they, much more they, you could have incorporated and expanded upon. They cut out the, the, the Jason Todd bit. Yes. They cut out, you know, Hush, really, the, the actual character of Hush completely, and really just simplify the plot. And it just... Yeah. It, it's a movie that you're kind of watching, and you're like... An hour in, and you know there's only like ten minutes left because all those all those movies yeah, are short. Hour and ten, yeah. hour twenty tops. And you're watching it, and you're like, "There's like half the story you haven't told yet. What's happening?" Right, but it was the same way with Killing Joke when they. When oh, they, that's even worse. Oh, that's, it's horrible. They yeah. gutted that story but in that order to fit really it into short. the. That story is really short. Right, and they add that awful Batman Batgirl sex. Oh yeah. Now what was this again? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> that, just don't. It's not a, worth that it. That was a disappointment. I, mean, I didn't have high hopes for that, but I thought it would be... The, the DC animated stuff has been mostly good um, to above average, and this was below average to me. Hmm. I had two more movies that I'll just put Go on the it. table that I was looking forward to, and mm-hmm. I felt incredibly disappointed. Um, the first one was The Kitchen. I thought... Oh, yeah. Right. See, I, I didn't go see that, but I remember I was looking forward to that. I heard it was so bad. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I was yeah. looking forward to it. And the best thing about it was the soundtrack. It, yeah. And, and I that was love with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish. Um, uh, what's the girl from her. Um, Handmaid's Tale? Ugh. Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Yep. And Domna Gleason. Yeah. Whom good I cast. Love. See, that's just, yeah. yeah. And Common. I mean, common is in it, um, and it is just wrong. right. It's just <laughs> not a good script. That's unfortunate. It was. It was sad. It saddened me. Um, but that that was one. And then Queen and Slim. I was. I liked Queen and Slim. I didn't. So, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would going you in. Liked Queen and Slim. I, I like. Well, now I. I will. I will say one thing about it. I like Queen and Slim up until the point where they they. Have sex in the car. <laughs> um, there's, I, I, I think you know it's, what? I, I like a good old fashioned. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, but that's the that's the scene where the movie turns because everything after that is all about what happened at the riot and it, it's like a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, it's about them driving to freedom. Sure. And it's like a it's it's a single, uh, it's a very simple movie, and I like what they're doing there. And then it just it becomes it, this, there's just a swerve, and it becomes it becomes no we're we're trying to have this bigger message in here that we're trying to. So you didn't like 
clean and swim. I, I, I like it. You enough of don't it that sound I like it, you liked it. I, I liked enough of it that I gave it a, a passing review because I think mm. enough of it works. I did not like. Uh, I don't like to curse um, except at home, um, and I try. I'm trying to cut, not stop cussing there. And I walked up to the screening rep afterwards, and I said, "What bullshit was that?" <laughs> it. I couldn't believe that was after the screening of Queen. That's Sleep. amazing because that was the same night as Uncut Gems. <laughs> Literally, what I said to Jody on the way out. What was that <laughs> shit? <laughs> oh, and then okay, so you know how the reps keep an eye on Twitter and stuff. Okay, so I told you about this. This yes. is hilarious. Yes, our conversation. I I got. I'm getting working on getting David on the press list for so he can get him more screenings. Nice. And. Um, who do we deal with, Matt? Right, Joe. 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 Pete. Joe. No, Pete. 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 Pete with Allied. You know, he's like, "Hey, yeah, I'm fine getting your buddy on the list if you um, don't spoil any more movies." Oh, oh, and I'm like thinking about what, and I'm like, "Oh, oh," and he said something about uncut gems, and we had been talking about it. Yeah. So I thought I had broken like some, like the social embargo. You know, so, my, so I pulled a couple of my reviews and I'm like, hey, I took everything down. Sorry about that. I thought the social embargo had passed. He goes, no, but you spoiled the ending. And I was like, of Uncut Gems. And I was like, the fuck I did. <laughs> but what I said was, just walked out of Uncut Gems. Unfortunately, the screening rep didn't shoot me in the head on the way out. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Okay, so Adam Sandler gets shot in the head at the end. I was like, holy shit. I was not even thinking about that when I posted that. I was like, that's literally what I wanted to happen to me on the way out. It had nothing. To, yeah. So anyways. Uh, spoiler alert. You're not saying you're spoiled. I don't care. Fuck that movie. That, um, that's the movie I'm sick of hearing about, too. It's like... I, yeah, and we're going to disagree on that one. Um, you like Uncut Gems? We, we, we can I, disagree. I, I like, it only got three I like, razors. I like the pace of it. I like the... Oh, God. Um, no, I, I, it does have, a, it does have a, a limit to me because it, it never... I never was rooting for or against Adam Sandler, and the movie just never invested me in it, so the, I can't... I couldn't like it more than I... I mean, I kind of was at here, but I was curious enough to see how things played out. The only character just, I, I could identify with was Adina Menzel's character because she also hated every other <laughs> character in the movie. That's Adina Menzel from Frozen? Yeah. Yeah. She plays his, like, wife. Yeah. Yeah. She tries to freeze people. Yeah, it's very strange. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, so that was one, you know, okay. and that was I'm one that I saw, that I saw one. instead of, I saw that instead of Queen Slim because those movies screened the same, same night. night. Yeah. So I was disappointed. I, didn't. No, I, I was happy to go to Queen and Slim. And then afterwards, I was like, oh my God. I don't quite feel about, um, uh, what's her name that uh, wrote this? Um, Letha Waite? Yeah, Lena. Le Lena Waite? Yeah. I don't quite feel about her the way I feel like. I feel about Ari Aster, uh, whom I despise. Um, but I felt like um, I, I, I would like to know what happened behind the scenes to this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the real, like if they wrote a different movie and then there were studio pressures. It, it that does. They had it does to feel like, and that's why I wondered what the main goal of this movie was. Because, like I said, it. Through the initial part of the movie, it does kind of have one single purpose or narrative, and it does change. 
and I wanted I I got the feel of it because of how the movie opens that it was more of a they did want to have a broader kind of message movie which I that part of the movie doesn't work for me but I did I did not I did not feel like uh, there were things about it just like in any movie if they had happened you'd be like ah, that doesn't quite work like the love scene mm-hmm. um and here is a spoiler. So when he calls his dad, right? You know that's coming. I mean, and, they, right, yeah. and, the, and the government is there to... Right. So why wouldn't they be there at her mother's grave? I don't uh, know. Yeah, maybe they just didn't have the manpower to stick out. It, it, it is interesting that they kind of become such a big deal so fast. Yeah. It's like the whole country's... Yeah. yeah that is kind so, of weird. Yeah, so yeah. why wouldn't they be in all these yeah. places? You know, mm. um, so... It <laughs> <laughs> My bad. All right. Do you I want just, us to talk about I, stuff we liked now? No, then? no, no. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, we should move on. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. But... I mean, we can come back and have a director's cut Queen and Slim episode sometime. <laughs> it, it is very, I would let, you know, it was very divisive. It was a very divisive film. Have you, have you ever thought of doing a, uh, a commentary podcast, just like watch a movie and do commentary to it? Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That'd be fun. Actually, it would. That'd be great. <clears throat> let's do it. Okay, so let's, let, we can kind of switch over to good stuff. Yay! But, um, you know, we can weave back into crappy stuff if it brings up tragic memories. <laughs> so let's talk about, let's have a movie that you didn't think you would like, but you ended up liking. Something you liked more than you thought you would. Because it's easy to be like Knives Out, 1917. We've talked about this. You know, we all know how amazing Avengers Endgame was. Like I got one. What? I got one. Go. Shazam. 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 I loved Shazam. Thank you for taking mine. uh, That's mine. Or as I like to call it, Captain Marvel. It was a great movie um, that had the real Captain Marvel in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've always liked Zachary Levi since Chuck, and he's he's great in this. He's nice. And what I found so interesting about Shazam is it was the movie that DC decided before it was ever made that it was going to take place outside of the shared continuity. Which is funny because I think it's been I think it's the best of their movies. Yeah, and it doesn't take place inside the continuity. Um, but no, I, that I think was that's one. The best I, thing they can do is throw out their continuity and just make yeah. movies. Um, but but I I, mm-hmm. I I I love Shazam. And right now I, I haven't finished my list. Right now it is on, it is in my top ten. Ooh, that's pretty high praise. Yeah, yeah. I'd Shazam agree. is, is, okay. is the same I liked that one. Yeah, I I um, had had been feeling pretty disillusioned with all these comic book movies. There's uh, too many of them. It's too many of them. Um, Thanks, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Luther King? Who Scorsese. Oh, Scorsese. <laughs> Marty. She knows him as Marty. Marty. I know him as Marty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, this one, I felt the same way about it that I did about Guardians of the Galaxy, that it was just like, Throwing caution to the wind. Just enough of a departure. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was almost like, we don't care if this does well, so we're just going to have a good time. And then it is the best thing that you've done in years. I, I think it helps that it's a character that people, most people don't know anything about. So there's, you know, it's like with Batman and Superman anymore, you know, Star Wars, these characters where people have so much devotion and knowledge of and, you know, attachment to, you know, 
it's hard it's hard to get it right you know so guardians of the galaxy i mean but it was also just very light and fun sure. light and fun because the direction that they went with the rest of the characters with henry cable's superman and ben affleck's batman it was all that dark batman everything else has been that dark batman yeah except for wonder woman which which balances the worst stuff with the lighter stuff Uh, that's true she's the best yeah and now that Zack Snyder's out of there, they won't have too much of that aesthetic. It, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I am curious. I, I, I don't really have interest in Birds of Prey, um, but I am curious Come to on. see what uh, Gunn does with uh, Suicide Squad. I know. Isn't that weird, <laughs> right? That's like one of my like least favorite superhero <laughs> movies, but I'm like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, you have my attention. I'm at least looking forward to seeing what he does with it. You know, because I feel oh, like he went over to yeah. DC. Nice. Yeah. Well, he he's there, but he's going to come back and do Guardians. Because when 3. they fired him from Guardians, DC picked him up to do yeah. Suicide Squad. And then Disney was like, and okay. he's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have fired him. Yeah. Did his brother go with him? Probably. He's. A, I'm sure he's involved. I somehow. don't know. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, David, it? something that you liked more than you thought you would. Uh, well, Besides you know, Shazam. you know, I have beef with uh, the whole based on a true story thing, right? Um, so was it Rocket Man? Was Rocket Man? It was like? not. <laughs> it was not Rocket Man, and it wasn't Jewel because I didn't even bother to see that. Uh, What's Jewel? The Richard, Richard Jewel thing. Oh. Clint Eastwood. Okay. No, yeah, you can okay. watch it. It's okay. I'm not going to watch it. Um, I'm tired of. I'm, I'm tired of Clint Eastwood and his based on true stories. I need to win an Oscar. Here's me too. My offer. Western and shut up. Um, but this one, um, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, I love race cars. I love racing movies. I like waking up on Sunday mornings to watch F1 in Aubergine or wherever it is that they're that they're. So I love this. I loved Rush when when Rush is Rush is better than Ford v Ferrari. And so I I was hopeful for this one, but it wasn't something like I was. Oh yeah, this is going to be. This is in my top five for this This year. It's a good movie. Ford vs Ferrari was fun all the way around. Matt Damon gave a great performance. Uh, Christian Bale is fun from start to finish. I like it when they throw wrenches at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. When they brawl out in front of the house, Christian yeah. Bale's house and, uh, you know, the groceries get ruined <laughs> and the, the wife is pissed off. I got to go to the grocery store now. Um, it, it, it all just came together very nicely. And I got a bunch of fun. You know, there's some cool cars in there yeah, racing around. There are, so. and it's a kind of a cool story. Yeah, it's a cool story. I enjoyed it more, th- more than I thought I would, but I... What holds me back from it being in any top anything is that it was too Oscar baity, and I felt like a comparison movie would be Rush, and Rush had a lot of heart, and I didn't find that this one. Well, this was made from the King of Gingers, so of course it's going to be a this better is, film. It's interesting because normally in these racing movies, it's it's like the two guys racing against each other. Yeah. And this was two guys on the same team working together. So it was a different dynamic, which I liked. Yes. It was, uh, and it I really like Christian Bale in this movie. Yeah. I thought he was, like, he, he, it was a different enough character. I know you're a huge fan. Let <laughs> 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 just. Let me have Always, this always some dissent, yeah. No, that was good. I, th- me, I thought no, it was good. No, I enjoyed it. But I will say, the screening that we went to, I don't know if you got to see it, there were people <clears throat> there who had actually raced. Um, in that race and knew like Lee Iacocca and stuff like that. And um, they said it was a fine movie, but they did not appreciate the liberties that it took um, based on a true story. Based on yeah. a true story. That's to always, good always the case for me. And that's why this was such a struggle to begin with. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you know, one thing is they were like, BB, you know, the character, mm-hmm. uh, or the, the man was genuinely just kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, and he was portrayed as kind of a prick yeah. in the movie, mm-hmm. which is like, and, and Shelby is portrayed as, as kind of a hero when um, he was kind of questionable. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was kind of a dick. Right. So, um, and so when, when you, when, for me, when I meet people who were there and they lived through it and they knew these people and they're like, yeah, then I go, okay, there may be a better story that you could have told in there yeah. than this Oscar baiting one. I just, you know, I think even you get into like Rocket Man. I mean, that's the problem with that movie is they're not going to try to, they're not going to get into all the really interesting they, they stuff about him because idea. he's still alive. Yeah, it's like his his dad didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and it, it kept beating in the. Are you going to hug me? I was like, I'm done here. Oh my god. You know what? Um, since we're on the topic of biopics, um, biopics, um, I will I will just throw a shout out to anyone who has not seen Walk Hard. Go find that movie. And go watch it. <laughs> okay, I love that movie so much. Um, it, it basically it is a perfect satire of every one of those movies. Nails so, every bit yeah. of it. <laughs> it for me, the one that surprised me um, that I I kind of rolled my eyes when I first saw the trailer, even though I assumed it'd be f- a fine movie. But it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood because I I thought it was an interesting take on. And Lanita is already shaking her head at me. No, no, uh, no. Did you like it? I, I cried from the opening See, credits to the very last letter of the closing credits. I, I, I didn't cry once. No, I, and I that's didn't. why I don't think it surprised me. I think it was what I thought it was going to be. Really? See, I, I, I guess when I originally, you know, Tom Hanks is going to be, I expected biopic. Here we go with that Oscar movie. And it's not but that's I what I called this, the I first the, time I saw the trailer. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't oh, watched okay, it yet. Okay, dude, you must. It's really it's, interesting because it's, it's, it's set like, up in a completely different way. It's it's yeah. told like an episode of the show. It's really cool. It's really where where it's like the focus. It's like the ac- the, the main character is not Mr. Rogers. No, it's, it's the journalist. Yeah, yeah but it's in a, it really way that really kind of surprised me. It kind of caught me off guard as far as the direction the narrative took. And it, but it so works. automatically yeah. was kind of like, all right, I'm involved yeah. here. I'm I'm a little bit interested. Yeah. So that one, and, and I knew Tom Hanks would be good. You know, <laughs> right? For me, it was like it's like, oh my god, here comes that Oscar movie. How can you not? And he is. He, he didn't even get a a vote yeah. in ours, and he hasn't get much attention, but. He's great because he's not the main character. And he disappears for, like, a long time. I got a spoiler alert here. So the moment in the restaurant when he says, take a moment and breathe, and what they do with the camera, Mm -hmm. and they bring us in to that... Uh, that was amazing. It was that, that really was, well made. There's some really nice little scenes in that movie. There's that one. There's the scene on the subway. Yeah, um, there, oh there, my God, there are a bunch yes. of little scenes. Like yeah, that really, yeah. So really nice. ch- check it out. It's it's it really was a lot better than I expected it to be, and I expected it to be a fine yeah um, biopic, but it's not even close. It's, it's not, not that at all. At all. So so David, th- basically to explain this without giving anything away, um, they basically well, make, they basically make the journalist the main character, <laughs> and they use the movie to explore Mister Rogers' effect on one person's life. But it. it it's more that guy. But, this guy represents than, like kind of the idea. Is. The journalist represents like the narcissism of America yeah. versus like the idea that this guy could possibly be as good as he 
appears so he was to be looking to tear him down. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Down. Yes, and, yes and no. I think he just thought he was like a you know. Like, no, it, it wasn't. He was looking to tear him down necessarily. It was like, why should I even care? Like it was. More he, he's like he's a kid's TV show host. He, yeah, he's like an investigative journalist. He's like, I need to be covering wars and shit. Why and, are you having to interview this guy? But but here's the thing, uh, that person. It, it was really great because he does represent the narcissism mm-hmm. of the, uh, the world. Um, but then also. Um, he had a personal affliction in his own heart where he was tearing everybody down. Sure. He was like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate your mama, I hate, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, it, absolutely. It, and, and, and so, if I can spoil this part for you. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> what, Rogers, you'll appreciate the movie, you, you will. His, his, his editor says you need to go do this interview and he was like Peshaw I'm an investigative journalist I need to be and she said Fred Rogers is the only one who will talk to you nobody else wants they, to they be basically yeah by you. like the magazine's that's, doing uh, that is why it's so important because you have these polar opposites this man whom the world loves pitted against this man who nobody wants and he's like an award winning journalist yeah. but i also and just love how dick that nobody likes he did, he's he's you know every he's like i have to interview mr rogers everyone's like oh i love him <laughs> and so he just can't he's like really but then like you meet the people he works with and they're just like so over his shit it was so <laughs> hilarious so it's it's interesting and for me that was a movie that it's a fun it movie. surprised me and, yeah. and and for me, the reason why I cried isn't because of anything in the movie itself, but because uh, I saw the documentary, uh, was it Won't You Be My Neighbor? Sure. Really and I, good. And I, it is amazing. And I and I didn't know. This is, this is something I didn't know that I learned from the documentary, but that Fred Rogers was an ordained minister. And the show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, was his ministry. And I grew up in the era uh, where we made fun of him. Where um, and then some people even levied these disgusting allegations um, and and rumors against him. Mm-hmm. Um, that and and I grew up in a generation where I listened to those things. And after after watching the documentary, I felt a sense of shame um, because I think uh, that he was as pure of heart as he appeared. I, I was converted. I be, I believed that he. Uh, meant the things that he was doing. Like, he he lived them. He meant them. Um, and so, in watching this movie, knowing who Fred Rogers actually was, um, and, and watching this guy um, transform his relationship. Yeah, he becomes, like, fascinated because he's like, this guy can't be for real. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought that was yeah. a really interesting yeah. movie. That, Great choice. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So... All right, so let's see. How about let's have a movie that you know sucked, but you liked. <laughs> like, you're like, I know this is trash. Shazam. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. know it's trash, but I liked it. So, big deal. Hmm. What you got, David? Ooh, that's a, that's a really tough one. I'm looking through the <clears> list here to see what I can find. Um, yeah, Stuber was, was <laughs> pretty bad, but I, I enjoyed it. I haven't that seen one. that. You know, I'm just so ho-hum and 50-50 on most of this stuff. Mine's uh, probably Star Wars. The one that's like, I know everybody hates it, but I liked it. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I, I will say, I, I wasn't able to see the 
the critic screening of it. Mm-hmm. So I bought a ticket to see it. We saw it together, technically. <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. I saw it Thursday night. Um, I it, it did provoke an emotional response in me. I did tear up a couple places. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it does. And I saw it again the next morning. Um, and so I saw it twice within like, I don't know, 14 hours or something like that. Uh, what? Uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Rise of Skywalker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still had those same it, it still affected me in exactly the same way and that's what I really wanted to see is like okay is it just the last time the first time I'm going to see this and it just affected me once And my daughter saw it, it again today she I, sent I, me a text when she got done it, said she bawled her eyes out yeah, again it's, it, it has the same emotional effect on me a second time that it did the first So I, I will I, never not be crushed by Chewie hitting the floor when he finds yeah. out yeah. That, that will hit me every time I don't that's care I can be 100 years old and see um, that I'm just, Chewie um, I, I have I have problems with some of the stuff they do. Sure, but I I, I think it's a flawed movie. But it's a very emotionally satisfying movie. To me. Yeah. Was your question movies that are bad but you love them anyway? Yeah, I wouldn't say that's bad. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's what I mean. I, although, I, I just mean it's 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 fun to trash Star Wars although, right now. So I, I, I will, think that's for I me. I will though. tell you if I'm ranking this on, I, I would throw out Solo and Rogue One, and I would just rank the nine. Mm-hmm. If I'm ranking these, this is going to be towards the bottom. Sure. That's not a bad thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I like all the Star Wars movies except for Me too. one. Does, does <laughs> in, Endgame one. fall in here? Uh, Endgame was disappointing, but I think I think it's still a good movie. I still I, I liked love it. it, but yeah, there were a lot of problems. With, sure, there's with a lot of problems. I, I still think it's... And not the wrap-up that you know a lot of people had, had hoped for. Do we get the same... Star Wars treatment here where they didn't do what I wanted them to do so now I'm upset. Well, no because it, 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 Endgame got the love right away. And Star really Wars Star, Star Wars Star Wars is going to be like in 20 years like people that are like seeing it, you know, got kind of experiencing Star Wars now are going to look at this and go what was the big deal? Why did everybody hate these movies so much? I don't understand because they don't have that 40 years of yeah. a fandom leading up to it so it'll just kind of be like I don't understand why everybody's so mad at Luke Scott. What was the, what was all the hate back then? I don't get it. No, it, it was interesting because because every once you know when you when I look up a movie on IMDb, I'll kind of look to see you know like the score and how it's rated, and I'll I'll look on uh, kind of the critic one and see what it's rated. And like Rise of Skywalker had like nobody saying it's great. Now, a lot of people saying it's okay and it's pretty good, but nobody saying it's great. Well, it's and, fine. And that's. And that's kind of where it is. I think it's kind of a middle of the road. I'm saying Rise of Skywalker was great. I loved that movie. I had a great experience. uh, I had a wonderful time. Yeah, in Rise of Skywalker. So I, I, I think... Oh, it's I didn't say I had a. I, I'm sorry. A fan. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no. I just think it's because I wasn't a fan of Star Wars or the franchise. And, and I had a dude that he he met. We worked together several years ago, so he hits me up about movies. You know. So I'll listen to your podcast. You guys are crazy for defending that movie. It just, you know, blah, blah, blah. It just it ruins everything. And, and then he asked about Knives Out. And I'm like, Knives Out's really good. You should see it. And he's like, oh, so he can make like an Oscar winning movie. But then he completely ruins Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm just like, how is it ruined, man? I, I, how are you letting something ruin Something else. I just yeah. I don't understand this I, I, mentality. I will tell you, uh, the Last the, Jedi was awful. No, no, no. I no. love that. Out of the three new movies, Force, ah. Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi, and 
what was his last one? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I will take Last Jedi over the other two. Uh, any last day. Jedi, I think, I think, it's, I think it's, it's a better mo- movie. I think it's a better movie. What? Absolutely. It opens up the that world. discombobulated. Absolutely. Yeah. It made no <laughs> sense. If you if you if you cut all. if you cut Finn's storyline where they went to that ship for no reason to do something that had nothing to do with anything else. It might be the best tight it might be the tightest movie in the franchise. Yeah. Well you know what's interesting about like that subplot only really exists because they had to give Finn something. No, to it do. was totally it was totally like but, he made a ninety but, minute movie and they're like, you need to give him something to do. But and we like Rose, it, so do something with him. But what it does with Finn is interesting because you end the first movie where he is still a very naive character. And this actually kind of shows him what the weir- real world is. Is yeah. Finn Chamboyega? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that I don't like him in this movie. I don't think that he should have been in those movies. <clears throat> As an actor, I think he's too smooth, too suave. <laughs> To, for me, and to just a lot of what Boy- they did with him was, you know, him, you know, yeah. wooing and yeah. reacting to stuff yeah. in kind of a what, you know, kind of a way. When, when and you talk about like what he does in the last movie, he doesn't have a lot to do in the last no. movie. No, he's like one of the people on the journey in the last movie. It's no. not like he's, well, I, I thought it was a fine yeah. movie. You know, that just gets into we've talked about the fan entitlement. You know, you know, yes. release the Snyder cut. You know, no. you, no, you, re- you know remake, star, remake Star Wars, sentence. remake Game of Thrones. We the don't only, like this. I, you know, Zack Snyder loves this release of Snyder Cut stuff. He actually, I bet you, he doesn't actually want to see that released. Why would he? Because as long as people are arguing about its release, people are still remembering this movie that he made that wasn't that good. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know this argument? People are trying to get Batman verse. Okay, so they made Justice League. Snyder was mm, let go slash fired like eighty percent of the way through. Yeah. yeah, they basically saw his Wait, cut. They're like, wow. Died yeah, well, yeah, she he had did. a family tragedy, and it was kind of. I don't say it was the excuse that it was used, but it was the opportunity given to yeah. him. To <laughs> his, his daughter committed suicide. She passed away, and what? at, at oh, the time, no, I'm so sorry. I remember no, it was, this now. No, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And so at the time, it was kind of like he took. He removed himself. was removed himself so, from the movie. Sure, and they gave it to they gave it to Joss Whedon, who yeah. filmed a few extra scenes, not really that many, and then they kind of reworked the movie a little bit, cut some stuff, yeah, rewrote some dialogue. Yeah. Oh, the Justice filmed League. Some, we talked about the mustache, but that that movie you know. is that movie is deeply flawed. And, and so it, now now everybody's trying to get them to release. Zack Snyder's cut, which yeah. is still going to be deeply flawed. Yeah, which is going to be and not done. <laughs> and not no, done. he says it's done. <laughs> it's not done. He says it's done. He's, He's cut out. It just stops. At some yeah. point. <laughs> Go home. We're finished here. Oh goodness. Okay. So you know, but that's like it's like you know Game of Thrones. You know, which you know, I fr- watched frankly that. ended about the way I figured it would end. But, no, it, but the, they, the they, last season was handled so poorly. It's not just the last season. Oh, sure. oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But you know, it is you know, and then everybody's you know, petitions to get stuff remade yeah. and. Um, you know, remove this trilogy from <laughs> canon. And what is canon? No, Shut no, up about I, I canon. Will say, I will say what's interesting with Star Wars was when Disney got the rights and they decided to make the three new movies, mm-hmm. they threw out the expanded universe, which had like, I don't know, 20 years in novels. I mean, and, yeah, and, and, a, ton of st- and a ton of stuff in it. And, and I'm okay with that. It's like, we're going to start from scratch and do it our own. But what they did is they 
cherry-picked stuff from there to use in their own movies that they didn't use quite as well. Right. And that's kind of... So I think that's kind yeah, of... Yeah, and it's like a lot of the stuff. Palpatine, Ben the Solo. Clone, the clone of, of Palpatine. Yeah. Ben Solo's actually uh, okay. Jason, Jason. Right, yeah. Solo. I can't remember Jason. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it's like it's there. And, it's just I don't, not I, there I, the way everybody wanted. You to be. can never convince me that Han Solo would have allowed his child to be named after Ben Kenobi. You will <laughs> never convince me that that would have happened. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, what else from this year, David? What do you got? Well, I think we we have covered it quite extensively. Yeah. We, we haven't talked about the great stuff yet. That's, well, that's where I'm headed. I want to talk well, about... Well, we've talked plenty about 1917. Oh, we, i got another movie to talk about. Well, I was going to ask, what were the what was the response to Longshot? Seth Rogen... I actually watched that again the other night. I yeah. didn't watch it. I have not seen it. Well, it was an R.M. I, I have reached my uh, level of... with Seth Rogen that I don't care if I ever see anything else he's... Does. See long shot. Yeah, um, I actually, I, I actually think this is a it's a good movie. For it's him, a good movie for honest. you because I, I'm so sorry to say it, but I hate Seth Rogen. <laughs> and I, when I saw this movie, I said, "Oh, he's going to be uh, a leading man. He's going to be a, ro- a love interest from here forward, hmm. if he wants it." Uh, Ew. Made me kind of like. It. It's I'm a, telling it's you, it's a decent flick, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's actually it. really yeah. good. So that would be my pick for Charlize Theron. She's pretty great. If oh, you want to talk about movies that were disappointing? How we about already Bombshell? did that. How about Bombshell? You don't like Bombshell? No, I eh. thought I thought I thought the only scene that really worked, and I thought what it what it felt like to me, and and I'm saying this as a man, so you can go ahead and, and say, tell me if I'm wrong. It felt like a it was it was a man who wrote the screenplay. It was a man who directed, and it felt like a man's version of what sexual harassment looks like. Yeah, that's pretty um, accurate. And I thought the only scene that really came off as genuine and really kind of showed you how awful it could be was the one scene with Margot Robbie. Her audition? Yeah. Yeah, that was And that was the only scene that really got <coughs> to that level of what really the whole movie should have been. And I thought she was the only one of the three women who I cared about at all. I had a hard time with the narrative, how she would kind of... Well, uh, it's, sometimes it's, it was like it's, documentary. It's set up in a weird not. way where... Nicole Kidman starts the whole chain of dominoes not because she's sexually harassed now, but because her show got canceled and she got fired. Right. And so she's coming from a weird place. And then then you have Charlize Theron's character who doesn't want to get involved, except that she wants the big story. So her interest is not that I want to expose this truth. It's like, hey, I want to be the one to like expose this big story. Like the only and, and Margot Robbie doesn't want anyone to know. So it's it's kind of a weird movie how it's put together. Well, I I think, you know, for me, I never thought about who wrote it and who directed it. Um, what I thought was the missed opportunity to tell the interesting story, which would be Gretchen Carlson's story. Uh, like you said, it was it was her actions that kind of were the impetus. And uh, she's doesn't do anything except kick stuff off. Yeah, yeah. And, to, and 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 they tell it from Megan Kelly's um, perspective, which is why it's so flat because she was not actually involved <laughs> in in this until the last minute. And from the outside, it seemed uh, she was involved as, like you say, a publicity stunt. And now, was well, she got a, a twenty million dollar contract over at NBC now? <laughs> I mean, you know, and and that could not be. 
uh, the right figures, but she ended up at another network with another contract where, um, it, you know, it seemed Gretchen Carlson was sincere. Um, and they don't play her that way. I, I thought this movie en- way enjoyed taking pot shots at Fox more than it cared about showing these women's stories. And sure. I, I think that's where it kind of, it couldn't go anywhere from there. And that's sad because taking pop shots at <laughs> Fox is low-hanging fruit yeah, it's, at this it's point. it's easy that's, enough to do. Exactly. That's not anything insightful or brilliant that adds to a story. They, they, they I think, covered up the fact that this movie has no substance uh, with a bunch of flash. You know, oh, my God, they really make her look like Megyn Kelly. You know, and it's like that... I mean, that's nice, and the people, the artists who do that, um, we appreciate their work and, and, and honor it, but um, a movie that does not make, you know. I agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a movie where the performances outweigh the actual movie. Yeah. Which I think is, you know, the same could be said for Vice and... Uh, that was well written. I, Vice is a little more successful. Vice and yeah. what was wanted before? But yeah, uh, Big Christian Short. Bale did yeah, Christian Bale with uh, as Dom. Is it Big, Sh- Big Short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cheney was yeah Vice, and then yeah. Big Short was the year before. Uh, big <coughs> out of those, Big Short to me is the best. Yeah, no. Sure, sure, sure. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's very yeah. well. I mean, so, you know. so if you look at that, it's like decline. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. So real quick. One movie that you you're you're telling people to go see. Knives Out. Nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. Knives Out. <laughs> that would also be on the list. Yeah, the, it's those two. I mean, <laughs> it really, I mean, it really is. I mean, is there anything that's not even out from this year? Maybe something from this year that's that you know not necessarily too far into the radar, but you're like, man, this came went nobody. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Okay, yeah. good choice. Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Hmm. Yes, we have all day. We're not yeah, going we anywhere. Jesus fucking Christ! All right. I, while he's thinking about that, I'm going to just put it on the table that I do not feel as strongly for Knives Out as you guys do. Um, I will say <laughs> Knives Out is my favorite. I comedy, loved it. Is my favorite comedy. Since Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, that oh. is how much I love. Okay, I love that movie. Um, Strong words. Oh, I really liked Official Secrets, which got no love at all. Uh, was that the one with Kara? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. that's how I, yeah. I liked it. Shocker. Um, it, but when you talk about like themes of the year, there was a, there were a lot of movies this year were about um, uncovering truth, or yeah. journalists taking stories, or lawyers um, like Report. taking on corporations or the government. And there were a bunch of those movies, um, and I thought this was by far the best one because it actually shows her as a whistleblower that has to struggle over the decision of whether she's going to release it and then shows her what happens to her after that happens. And um, they really personalize that story in a way. I don't think the report did very well. The report's fine. But it I is just fine. Don't, yeah. Yeah, the report, um, this one uh, with Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I do encourage people to see it, but it's not um, a great movie. <laughs> I think you should see it for the information. There you um, go. Yeah. I mean, you can you can actually go research the information, <laughs> but I, I think what you have are passionate st- uh, p- storytellers who are less passionate about executing the film uh, than they are um, 
revealing for us, um, helping us realize what these moments actually uh, amounted to or amount to. And if you've got Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Yep. Um, I will say, Word Tim, up. Tim, did you see, you were at the Irishman screening. I was. Were you at the Irishman screening? No. Did you watch I it? I watched it on Netflix. You watched it on Netflix. How did you feel about it on Netflix? I, I was, dude, I'm fine with the movie. I mean, okay. I, I thought it was too long. I actually think I would have rather seen them take that and break that into maybe like a miniseries, stretch it out, talk more about some of those other characters, like... Uh, uh, Harvey Keitel's character is like one of the biggest <laughs> fucking mob bosses in the history of civilization, and he's just kind of like there. Um, you know, but yeah. but what was there was good. I mean, I, you know, I, I get it. Um, and it's Harvey Keitel, yeah. you know. But it's yeah, like, it's like I would have waste. It, Harvey it's Keitel. like it felt to me like he had a miniseries, but it was like, but his ego was like, no, we're gonna make this a movie. They're like, that's a lot for a movie. He's like, people will watch it because it's my <laughs> shit, all right. And it's like, well, Marty. Fine. It's okay. It's, it's going on my list, and and I I will say that I, I I really liked it walking out of the theater, and I did wonder if it would play as well on TV as it would in the theater. I think it, I think it's one of those movies because it's so long and because it's so slow. It is a slow paced movie that if you're sitting in the theater and you're kind of forced to stay focused on it, I think it'll work better than. If you're watching it at home and all this other stuff is just that's why happening. I've not put it on. Yeah, it's just I know I mean, that I if know. I sit down for three and a half hours worth of Martin Scorsese, it's a movie that you have to want to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Very much so. It's not a oh, I heard the Irishman's good. Should I watch it? I don't. Do you want to watch a three and a half hour <laughs> version of Goodfellas? It's not as good as Goodfellas, but it's still pretty good. I mean, I don't know. So true that. True that. All right, guys. Well, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll get together in January sometime soon. Um, oh, yeah, because there are tons of great movies that come out in January. Yeah, so let's <laughs> find some, let's time jump. Let's do some fun shit. Let's do a commentary track. Ooh. I want to do this commentary track. Let's let's watch something. Um, now, let's the, do, the, the, best let's com- do. the best commentary tracks are either movies that you know very well and they're things that you can, like, talk about because they're things that you really know well and you can... And you can kind of discuss or awful movies that you can make fun of. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. Um, what movies would you guys like to see us do commentary tracks? This might be a fun avenue to explore for the real hooligans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to be on the first one. Movie commentary tracks, and people can take us to the movies with them. Or we can do the first episode of Witcher. Oh I haven't God. watched I have, it. I have watched Man. Witcher yet. Oh, this show. Bad? You know what? Here's the thing. Um, Snow Baby Yoda. I, I have not read any of the books. Um, I've played one of the games along the way. Um, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Neck Snapper Superman? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's phenomenal. I love him. I love s- most of the performances that go along. There's a character, Yennefer, who is... Uh, what's that? <laughs> what's that? He's a terrible actor. Oh. All right. Damn. I know. Uh, no love for so Henry Cavill. I lo- he looked good. I, I he's great him. in uh, Man from Uncle. He's great in Count yes. of Monte Cristo. So he's so not he's, that bad, is if he? If he's playing a bastard. <laughs> when he was he's, he's a terrible actor is when you watch me go, he sucks in everything he does. <laughs> He, he was a kid in Count of Monte Cristo. He, he may not be. I mean, you know. No, he was good in uh, he, Stardust. So you're right. 
I don't remember. I've tried to scrub Stardust from my mind. I don't really remember. Stop that, you <laughs> filthy, dirty. Um, I want to wrap up because I got I got I got some shit to do. Yeah, I got meatloaf to <laughs> eat. God damn it! All right, I love you guys. Thank you very much for everything. For all the times you've been with me this year, we've had a great freaking year, right? It has been a fun one. Yeah, it's been a good year. We had lots of cool interviews. Richard Dreyfus was big highlight. Oh, did did you f- ask him about Let It Ride? That, that's what I would ask. Uh, about. No, oh. because when you interview Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus does most of the talking. Nice. So not in a bad way. It was like he just actually he heard about I described the podcast to him and how we talk about, you know, most episodes were like time jumping through movies through history. And he thought it was and he just kind of talked about how watching movies from the 30s and 40s is really important to appreciate movies today. And it's that's a lot of what we kind of do. And he talked about that for 20 minutes and then was like, I got to go. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so, all right. But that was, it's been a great year. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you, if you can't find us, tell me and I'll, I'll podcast, get us there. Yeah. So, all right. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Whatever you celebrate, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Festivus. Festivus. Whatever, dude. And if you'd like to read, you can go to InKansasCity.com to read my article on the top 10 movies with Kansas City ties, one per decade. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. I like it. Sounds like an interesting one. Yeah. It's All right. out there for your pleasure. All right. And Lenita, why don't you finish telling us where we can find you and... What else are you doing? At Lonita Cook, L-O-N-I-T-A-C-O-O-K, no E, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can watch her on, what is it, Better KC? On On Better KC, on KCTV5. It is a daily lifestyle show. I tend to be there on Friday mornings talking about film. All right. Um, Alan, where can we find you? Uh, <laughs> you can find me around the internet at uh, Cap'n Carrot, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can check out my sites, uh, razorfine.com and explosionofawesome.com. All right. The only and place on the internet you can find a review for episode 34 of <laughs> Murder, She Wrote. No shit. That's what I love, dude. I'm like... Scarecrow, Mr. <laughs> some of the shit you review, I'm like, Remington Steel? I so love it. Exactly. I mean, you know, I appreciate it because I watched the shit out of those shows when I was little. And, and Tim, where can they find us, uh, Kansas City Film Critics Circle? Oh, uh, what's our Twitter Is handle? KCFCC? KC Film Critics? That's fucking great. the obvious one because I think the obvious one was taken. It was taken. Yeah. KCFCC.org is our website. Look us, just Kansas City Film Critics Circle on Facebook, Twitter, I don't know. But yeah, yeah check us out, man. We got a cool organization. Lots of really interesting writers and uh, different critics. All age groups. Starting to get some younger folks in there. And uh, yeah. So. Uh, it's uh, KC Film Critics on Twitter. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, KC Film Critics on Twitter. So. KC Film Critics. David, the DMC Keeper. You're my boy, Blue. Great year, Tim. Thank you. That's been a good thanks year. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks Super, for thanks for being here. Absolutely. God damn. Well, I told you after the first one, I'm, I'm just not leaving. I'm just going to keep well, coming back. Yeah, you weren't supposed to be a regular. No, no, this was not you supposed to be a thing. Kept coming back. You're the only one that would come back, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I get it. All right, well, 
here we are. We've been doing this for what, three or four years now? Three years? Three years? Yeah. Almost four. So, right on. Here's to 2020. Uh, happy New Year, old sport. We can start talking like fucking Gatsby now, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> didn't I already talk like Gatsby? I think, so. I think I did. But start having big fucking parties and. No. <laughs> no. This, this is the extent of my social interaction, <sighs> Tim. I like to keep the group small. Okay. See you next year. Happy New Year.